go first. Happy Halloween, booze! Welcome to our final Ghost Hover episode. This is a good day for a podcast. It is a good day for a podcast. It's chilly out. Maybe it's chilly. Who knows? Where Wherever the fuck you live. Oh, yeah. But you got your candy. You got your ghost stories. You're, yeah, it's yes. spooky time. Yes. Happy Halloween. Happy Ghost Hover. We all know that Ghost Hover remains in your heart all year. <laughs> That's so true. I the know true, it stays in the mind. The true spirit of Ghost Hover lives inside of us all. Never leaves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we've got a really great episode for you. I'm excited about it. Fuck yeah. I know Connie's excited about I it. I can't stop talking about it, even <laughs> when I'm not talking about it. I'm always thinking about it in the back of my brain. Just make it up. It's real interesting to think about, if you for don't, sure. If you don't have your own haunting, store-bought is fine, but it's not even store-bought. It's, what is it? Home- it's not store-bought. Homemade is fine. It's DIY. Homemade it's is fine. DIY. <laughs> yes. There you go. That's what I meant. Uh, cool, 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 cool. But before we get to that, we have to get through all, the, all of our other segments. Mm-hmm. You know how Let's this goes. You know, the, you know the ghost agenda. Has anything spooky happened to you this week? Oh, shit. Okay. Now I can't remember. Oh, no. Why don't you write this down? I'm the worst. I'm so bad. Damn, I've been wait, having... Did, did we... We didn't do the thing. We didn't go, hey, I'm Connie. Oh, and I'm Q. <laughs> Why do we keep forgetting okay. that part? I don't know. We gotta put that in the agenda. <laughs> don't forget to say. <laughs> it's now part of the ghost We're agenda. getting old. Maybe we're... Yeah, we're just forgetting. <laughs> oh, it's okay. That's I what think happens it's... when you age. <laughs> I hope people know who we are by now. I mean, maybe. Who knows? Mystery. Anyway, back to the spookiness. <laughs> <laughs> back to the spookiness. Yes. I feel like something did happen to me, but now I'm forgetting what it was. I forgot what happened to me, too, but I wrote it down. <laughs> but I don't know what I have right in front of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have a written thing, so I know there's something, but I don't know. I don't recall anything. <laughs> I remember it. Yes. Yes. Cool. Guess where it happened? Uh, your sister's basement. <laughs> uh, almost. Not my sister's basement, but my sister's house. Okay. <laughs> so I've been I've been residing in the living room when I stay over. Yeah. And um, moving on up. <laughs> apparently, um, you're now a first just... floor guest. <laughs> <laughs> I have moved up. <laughs> they they love me a little more now. Yeah. Like, you know what? We first floor love you. We're not going to make you stay right. in the basement. So the other night I was staying over and I had, you know, I'm sleeping on their couch. They have all these decorations for Halloween and they have this, this witch. It's probably like three feet tall. Mm-hmm. It's probably the size of my niece, who's five. And I think she's about three feet tall. So anyway, um, so like a, a five-year-old. That's how tall it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And whenever, like, I think it's supposed to have like a sensor in front of it. But the kids are, like, super loud, and whenever they, like, yell something really loud or, like, they stomp on the floor, the witch goes off. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh her name is Witchy. Of course. Um, she's fucking creepy. And I love her, but it's terrifying because I have to sleep in the same room as her. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it was, like, 2 a.m. or something like that. Or, no, no, it wasn't even that late yet because I still had the TV on. But I had fallen asleep during an episode of Seinfeld, which I love. Anyway... So I must have fallen asleep, and then I woke up because I heard, like, this loud bang, and then Witchy starts cackling, hee 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 and I was like, 
what the fuck? What? And <laughs> so it wasn't as scary because, again, the TV was on, so, like, that noise kind of calms me a little bit. Yeah. Um. So I, it didn't, like, freak me out too much, but I still don't know what that noise was. Yeah. My sister doesn't know what it was. Like, we don't know what happened. Wow. So... <laughs> Like well, she, so ha- I think she heard it too. Turn off the witch at night. <laughs> well, I don't know that she does turn off. I I think they've tried, and she just doesn't. Oh turn no! <laughs> Which is like, I will not be silenced. Fuck you! <laughs> she just likes to cackle in the middle of the night. It's yeah. fine. Like witch, I'm trying to sleep. Fuck your sleep! <laughs> double double, fuck your sleeper. My yeah. niece wouldn't listen, so we were like threatening to have like witchy sit in her room with her while she slept uh, perfect <laughs> and so she's like no you can't so she puts her like on the stairs into the basement but like not all the way down it's just like the third step down and i went to use their bathroom and i'm like oh my god oh that would be <laughs> fucking horrifying <laughs> it was terrifying oh man well that's that's fun <laughs> so yeah that's my that's my anything spooky happened mm-hmm. that witchy that scared the shit out of me witchy oh right so you said nothing happened to you i'm sorry no no i did have i have a i wrote it down but i don't remember it so i'm just gonna read what i wrote because it's a mystery i'll figure it out as it it's like a new story to you yeah it's brand new to me because i have shit for memory all right so okay so we have these strips of color changing leds hung in the library up on the those boards that go across our roof so one night last week i think friday suddenly the lights fell and I mean, I don't know how they fell, but it was like there's suddenly a crash and they were on the ground. It was very mysterious and kind of like, what the fuck? I don't know. There was no cats. It was weird. Like, I don't know what's going on, but you know. But then the next day on Saturday, we bought a fish tank from a guy who's moving to Texas. John brought out a power washer to clean it in the garage. It's getting mm-hmm. cleaner, but there's some stubborn calcium buildup. And he's like, fuck, this is tomorrow's problem. A couple hours later, it's getting dark. So I scooch the tank inside the garage and I close the garage door. And a couple hours after that, John's like, what the fuck? It's like 10 p.m. He hears a noise in the garage and he opens a door and it sounds like there's a shop vac going. But no, it was the power washer. The power washer had suddenly turned on again. <laughs> Oh he God. definitely turned it off after he like he was done washing the tank, and it was definitely not on when I closed the garage. That's and so creepy. When did this happen? I don't know. So maybe the tank is cursed. <laughs> I feel weird vibes. Ooh, haunted yeah. fish. I mean, well, yeah, like so. I'm gonna like I don't know, wave some sage at it or something, cause my mm-hmm. goodness. But yeah, the man he was telling us like when he uh, we were picking it up. He did say that at one point his entire tank was filled with beautiful coral. And then one day when he was out of town, his auto doser malfunctioned and put too much calcium in the tank and straight up killed more than half of his stock. And coral is expensive as fuck. And this tank is huge. So I cannot even imagine how many dollars worth of coral he lost in that one weird malfunction. So I think I need to tell the the tank hey good vibes good vibes only <laughs> like right? don't bring this bullshit into my house you are gonna be <laughs> healthy and full of living fish you're not gonna fuck up on this property yeah you see like fucking weird shit and like the the reflection of it yeah. i'm gonna have like a ghost shark <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god ghost shark don't get me started <laughs> yeah it's weird everything's weird 
but whatever. Well, it's cool. a beautiful tank, though, so. <laughs> well, good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also terrifying uh, bringing it home because we strapped it to the back of the oh, Jeep God. on that rack. And oh it's my God. so heavy. Nuts. I know, but it's fine. <laughs> it was, but it was also so heavy and like glass portion is heavy as shit and the the wood portion is not the wood is just oh wood wood is heavy but not as heavy as this much glass so it was kind right. of lopsided and as we were driving it was only a, like a couple miles away but it just wanted to lean and oh it was a little terrifying scary that's the scarier, that, that's the scarier part that, of the that story. was well yeah look <laughs> I was white knuckling it the whole ride, like every bump, like shit. Is this gonna be the thing that is just gonna crack this big gorgeous tank? Oh shit! Oh, yeah, but it's fine. Everything's legit cool. <laughs> All right, I guess we should move on to some spooky news. <laughs> this just in cue. <laughs> Last week, a bedraggled Dutchman wandered into a local village pub. He drank five beers and asked for help. He had long hair, a dirty beard, and dirty clothes. Apparently, the 25-year-old had been living underground for the past decade. His oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> His father had built a secret bunker for the family underneath their farmhouse, and they were waiting out the end of the world. Oh, my God. Yes. So this young man apparently had enough of this shit, escaped, and brought the police back to the house, where they found the father and four of his other adult children, all between the ages of 18 and 25, in the underground bunker. No word on the mother's whereabouts, and there's no record of these kids ever going to school or that they had even been born. They're all mystery children. Um, So it's very scary how isolated these children kids have been since birth only to have it ramped up to the max the last 10 goddamn years they have been super isolated just imagine just your family all underground no i wouldn't have made it Mm-mm. yeah but they well the the oldest uh the oldest kid the 25 year old he was like i'm done <laughs> after 10 years mm-hmm. he's like nah never mind i am getting out so he saw his opportunity he made it out um, there's not a lot of details yet, but this gave me mega horror movie vibes, and I had to yeah. share it immediately, because this is peak spookiness. <laughs> Absolutely oh, crazy. You. But yeah, the father has been arrested, and the uh, other children, I mean, they're still, they're children. They're children, yeah. but they're not children. They're his children. They're his children, and they're adults, but how, how uh, grown up can you be if you've never interacted with... Or right. at least I don't know how much interaction they had before they went underground. I don't know anything about how well socialized they are. The oldest guy, the 25-year-old, he at least knew what a pub was. He knew what beer was. I don't know if he's ever had it before. Right. He's like, I need to experience this. He read a book about it. I like how he decided <laughs> he drank five whole beers and then right. was like, hey, I need some help. He, no, he got out. He made the appropriate it. thing to do. He was just like, I've heard beer is a good solution to problems. Right. Give me five of them. <laughs> By the way, I don't have money because my father doesn't believe in money. Uh, probably, I don't know. And I've been he believes in holes and grounds a lot, a long, long time. <laughs> Look at me. Look at the state of me. 
And he's wearing clothes oh from God. 10 years ago. Like, he's super out of fashion. Wait, what was 10 years ago? Oh, yeah, so... Uh, 2009. Yeah, so... I guess 2009's fashion wasn't totally outlandish. I think skinny not- jeans just started at that time. Yeah, but I guess they would probably aren't the most fashion-forward family, so... Yeah. He'd probably be a few years behind, even 10 years ago. <laughs> it's all good. I'm sure there'll be, like, a TLC show created about this oh, family Oh, definitely, eventually. Gosh. I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. My God, I couldn't even imagine that. Like, seriously, I don't know that I would have lasted a month. Yeah. I would have been like, fuck this. And the, I just, oh. Yeah, so, like, the kids, when they went underground, were between the ages of 8 and 15. Okay. But I, And I also yeah. don't know if the mother was there when they went underground. So, like, it, she could have been involved and in getting them underground, too. And maybe she... I don't know what happened to her. I don't know if she... Did they, did they eat her? I don't know. <laughs> well, like, the thing is, the farm the farm was still functioning to a, a minimum, so I think the father left the bunker occasionally to, like, oh. farm. But I don't think the kids were allowed to leave. This just sounds like a very controlling parent. Yeah, like, you get to live underground because issues. the world is ending. Like, I'll let you know when it's safe. When is it safe? Mm-mm, never. Never. The world is still the world. Yeah, the world is still the world. Well, but he's arrested, no. so. Well, good. And hopefully his kids are going to be fine, you know. Yeah, they need some, like, major therapy, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Fun times. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. That's... I'm glad they got out. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. I Yeah, I just couldn't. Yes. Yeah, that's my only story for this week, because it's just, how could you eclipse that? that no, that was <laughs> It's perfect. like literally the beginning of uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I know, that's what I was totally thinking of. <laughs> I have a song in my head. Because, like, in, in that, the reverend guy, he totally could leave. Like, he, mm-hmm. he had all that outside stuff. But, and, and like, he had that secret room. Yeah, he had the secret room, yeah. So, I think this might have similar, weirdly similar vibes, which is so yeah. weird. For sure. That's the oh, news. That's, that's super cool. But also, so now we have Q's word. paranormal word of the week. What's, or, what's the word know. with Q? There we go. I like that. Every week it's something different. So it's all good. You got to find um, a word and find a way to describe your segment every week. Right? <laughs> that's not stressful at all no um (laughs) under pressure so this week's word is this actually came up in um the story i was i was researching um and it's an fop so i wanted to know if you could figure out what that could stand for fop fop okay friendly out of paranormal no 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 <laughs> f oh god it's functionally i don't know i have no idea i can't think of any words so it kind of has to do with our topic sort of i can't my brain okay. is my brain is not working today that's okay i when i kept so i kind of skipped the part where it told me what it was in my article and then i read ahead and was like what is this and then yeah. i had to go back and i'm like oh i guess that makes sense yeah but it's feelings of presence. Oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. All right, cool. I like it. So I just thought that was interesting. I'd never heard of it as FOP. Yeah, like that's a weird 
I guess, but, but that's a quick way to say that, I guess. That's, or FOP, I don't know. <laughs> I was saying FOP. Yeah, it's like um, people who experience this. So it's like, kind of, remember like in um, BOA, they had like a term for themselves. I can't think of what it was. Near-death experience. Yeah, yeah. N-E, wait, N-D-E's, yeah. So N-D-E's? Th- yeah, near-death experiences. Okay. So, yeah, they were all, they, had all, like that, yeah. Yeah, they had all experienced N-D-E's, so. FOP mm-hmm. reported by so-and-so right. at this time. That's way easier to jot down in notes. Science. Science notes. Always shorthanding everything. Mm-hmm. That's how they be sometimes. Okay. Oh, hmm? before we get started... Thanks, everyone, for joining us for our live on Sunday. Our live on Sunday, that was so much fun. My yeah, favorite was. part was redacted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Because my favorite part was redacted. <laughs> that was such a good time. Oh, <laughs> uh, we laugh. Oh, yeah. But if you missed it, you can still probably watch it on replay, you know. Yep. You could still watch our first live on replay. You could. Why would you? Apparently it was good. I'm too afraid to watch it because I hate the sound of my own voice when it's coming away from my head. <laughs> when it's coming not from my head. There it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just a weird um, thing. We had fun. I and we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Now for real, on to our topic. So this week's topic, to end Ghost Hober. <laughs> DIY ghosts. DIY your house isn't haunted. You don't have ghosts. Oh, no. You want to participate in spooky stuff. Guess what? You can. You mm-hmm. can. And here's how. And here's how. <laughs> yes. Well, well, first we're going to tell this. Sort of. Yeah. Well, well, yes. We could, like, outline how to do it later. But, like, first we're just going to go to the background. Like, so I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you guys about the, the Philip experiment. All right. So. Ooh. Bam. In Toronto, back in 1972, a group of parapsychologists got together to test a theory. They wanted to figure out if certain paranormal phenomenon might actually be caused by some hidden power of the mind somehow expressing itself in the material world, creating tangible effects. The group's overall objective was to create a ghost through expectation, imagination, and visualization. The group was the... Canadian branch of the Society for Psychical Research, which I will never say again because that sounds like a made-up word. Mm-hmm. But also, are parapsychologists still a thing? Because that feels like so seventies. I want to be. I a feel parap- like they still exist, but because of the seventies, like I don't know that there are any new ones. I want to be a parapsychologist. <laughs> I feel like that's like fucking cool, and like that's I don't know, it's old-fashioned and weird, and maybe it's just because I'm living in this weird old house that I kind of want to be weird and old. But anyway, <laughs> isn't that the dream? Yeah, be weird and old. Yes. <laughs> So the experiment um, was conducted by uh, the mathematician A.R.G. Owen, which that's his, that's always how his name is written down. Like, yeah, I couldn't find anything either. Like, what is your name? Yeah, what is your name? (laughs) Why is your name just literally Arg Owen? Like you, (laughs) he's maybe fiercely private. I don't know. It's a very, he's, he's a mystery, but whatever. He's Mm -hmm. a mathematician. So obviously he likes numbers. He's got to be a weirdo. Um, but there was also a psychologist named Dr. Joel Witten. Um, and the test group consisted of Arg Owen's wife, 
She has a name. Yes, her name is normal. It's Iris. <laughs> Margaret Sparrows, who was a chairperson in Mensa, the Super Smarty Pants group. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy H., who was an industrial designer. And his wife, Lorne H. There was Al Peacock, who was a heating engineer. Bernice M., who was an accountant. She has a job. Yep. And there was a bookkeeper, Dorothy O'Donnell. Also, student Sydney K. <laughs> yep. There you go. Perfect. Got them all. Real quick, it's yes. just re- like reading all these names, it almost feels like we're about to play a game of Clue. Yes. <laughs> like with, with Al Peacock. Yes. That's my favorite. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So these, these are our players, but we're never going to mention them again by name because whatever. Yeah. They're just, they're from here on. They're the group. Who cares? Mm-hmm. They're not important. Who's important? The ghost that they made up. So their goal was to completely fabricate a person's life and death and then try to elicit paranormal evidence via seances. The character they made up was Philip Aliesford? I don't know how to say I that. love that name, first of all. Cool. I, I don't know if Aliesford is correct. It feels wrong, but I don't know how to say... Wait, where is it? Aylesford. Oh, Aylesford. That makes more sense. Yeah. Cool. Philip Aylesford. He was born in 1962 in England. He was a military man. He was knighted. Uh, he was involved in wars. He became personal friends and besties with king charles the second and he even worked for him as a spy but you know not all things are great in philip's life he was forced into a loveless marriage pretty standard for landed gentry back then Mm -hmm. and his equally fictional wife was named dorothea and she was apparently a frigid bitch why'd they gotta do that to her i don't know (laughs) She's not even real. She's not even real, but she's gotta make her a bitch. She is the worst. Oh, but luckily for Philip, he found love while riding around his grounds of his estate, which was called Diddington Manor, by the way. (laughs) I know, I could not help but like, what the fuck? (laughs) Okay, Diddington Manor. You might as well have fun with it, right? Yeah, you might as well. You might as well go crazy. You're making up a ghost. Yeah, he lived in Diddington Manor. <laughs> okay. Uh, he happened upon a group of Romani, and instead of being enraged and shit, he started chatting and eventually fell in love with a young woman named Margot. He brought her to live in the gatehouse on his estate for frequent canoodling, and things were fine for a time until Dorothea found out. And even though she shunned Philip from her bed, and even though affairs were pretty common at the time, she took offense and had Margot arrested for witchcraft. Dorothea's really rocking that bitchcraft, I'm telling you what. (laughs) But Philip was too scared of, you know, taking a stand against his wife and, you know, this is I, this is consensual. I I have more power in this relationship than her, because mm-hmm. you know he's a good Catholic man, quote unquote. So Margot was convicted and burned at the stake because Philip was a chicken shit. Boo 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 Philip. But Philip had mad sads about that. Like he felt real bad for like just letting his girlfriend side piece just die to like cover up for their affair 
So um, he felt so bad that he killed himself. <laughs> As you do. Yes. <laughs> He's like, wait, this, maybe my problems are partially my fault. Oh, no. <laughs> and he threw himself from the battlements of Diddington Estate. Um, he died at the age of 30. So, yeah, that's the life and death of Philip Aylesford. <laughs> I mean, they did a pretty decent job with this story. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all right. I'd give it... It's entertaining. I'd give it 7 out of 10. Yeah, it could be a little bit more compelling. We could know yeah. a little bit more about Margot and how they... I, I just... I want to know more. There is a book written by Iris Owen... Oh, what is it called? Mm -mm 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 -mm. Conjuring Up Philip, an Adventure in Psychokinesis. It's another one of those fucking expensive out-of-print books that I need to add to my library. <laughs> you know, I just gotta start trolling, like, used bookstores for their paranormal sections because I want so many of these old books yeah. that are just like, this is what happened to me. And, like, nobody puts them in ebooks, and but I want them. I want them for me. <laughs> so the group memorized Philip's story. They talked about him. They drew pictures of him. Um, one of the members went to the part of England that they decided Philip was from and took pictures and brought them back to share with everyone so that they can get more into the Philip mood. And why? That's also weird because they're in Canada and they decided to, yeah, they decided to conjure yeah. up a English ghost who lived and died completely in England. Right. So that's... Well, maybe when the guy went to Warwickshire? Yes, I yes. I think is Yeah. Yes. Maybe he brought it back with him. <laughs> <laughs> this fake English ghost. <laughs> he fetched the ghost. <laughs> go, hey, go fetch that ghost from across the pond for us. I don't know why we're talking like this. We're Canadians. Do, 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 do. Oh, I forgot. I should do A. A. <laughs> A. Oh... All right, all right, all right, yes. So they just got into the Philip mood. They had cannoned the fuck out of this ghost. Um, they studied the history um, of the time that they decided Philip lived. Yeah, so after they came up with the story and they talked about the story, they just they got it into their brains. They started doing group meditations on Philip, hoping that somehow he would start manifesting that continued for some time. They met once a week, and mm -hmm. that was for a whole year, and nothing happened. It wasn't until Owen, Arg Owen, <laughs> changed the conditions of the test. Like, he's just like, what if we had some mood lighting? He's mm -hmm. like, what, what's, um, why do we have these bright lights? Okay. Let's make hear, it spooky in hear here. Hear me out. We're trying to do some ghost shit. What if we did this... In a darker room. Mm -hmm. Let's dim the lights. Maybe we'll light some candles. You know what? You know what? How about you know some bells, some incense? You know, let's get some spooky vibes up in here. You know, what? I don't like that yellow tablecloth. Let's get it black. Let's do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he made the environment a little bit more spooky, and he tried to mimic a more in traditional seance environment. And that's when shit started happening. Participants began feeling a presence. And FOP, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> they begin experiencing that. There was table vibrations, breezes, unexpected whispers and voices. And then they had that classic seance rapping or knocking, mm -hmm. which matched responses. They would ask Philip yes or no questions. 
And Philip would respond, I think, one knock for yes and two knocks for no. Mm-hmm. But if if they ask a non-yes or no question, sometimes he would just knock a full, full fucking bunch. <laughs> shake the table. Like, that's not, that's not the rules. There are rules. I don't know how to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, uh, Philip, do you like the color blue? What's your favorite color? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You gotta be more methodical when you're working with yes or no, you know. Because mm-hmm. I started. Well, they didn't have any um, electronic devices to record. Oh no, they would have. There I don't know why video. they didn't like try to direct him to the, the like devices to speak. Well, here's the thing or did is, they? So that was not common yet. Nowadays, we would definitely be directing spirits to electronic devices, mm-hmm. but in the seventies. Your recording devices are all analog. You're okay. all, everything that you record is on physical media. And so it's way more expensive. And it's, I don't think collecting EVPs was really popular until very recently, honestly. I think that's okay. why they didn't try to do, do that. Like they did capture that thing on film, like the table shit. Right. With the table like going fucking crazy. But it's, it's weird. Okay. But that's, I mean, they were also doing the traditional seance. This was like, that's how seances were. They were more, I don't know. Okay. Now, nowadays, we who does seances like that anymore? Nobody yeah. Does, no nobody one. does seances. That's a weird thing. Feels weird. But now we just walk around in the dark and hold a recorder and ask questions to the air and hope that something happens on a recorder. So that's right. also weird, but it's a different weird. Technology, it evolves. Uh, they communicated with quote-unquote Philip. He would respond through the knocks, blah, 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 blah. Oh, can I just point out, yes, the sorry. only reason they know that it was Philip is because they asked, are you Philip? Oh, yes. And he knocks once. Yes. <laughs> yes. Are you Philip? Are you a demon? <laughs> I never asked that. <laughs> Are you just like some sort of manifestation pretending to be Philip? Like, also, nobody. Right. Knocks don't have to tell the truth. Just yeah. because. That's also a thing. Like, nobody has to tell you the truth, living or dead. Nope. That's not. You would hope that everyone's always truthful, living or dead, but free will exists. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lies exist. So. Even in the afterlife. Yeah. <laughs> Seems especially in the afterlife. Lime liars, man. Mm-hmm. So he mostly communicated through the knocks as answers to yes or no questions. The group was, I don't know, they were just kind of jovial and kind of rowdy. I, I feel like they're rowdy because I've read that they would sing songs to him sometimes. Yeah, I yeah. read that too. Yeah. Philip especially liked drinking songs and he would like rap and like knock out the melody to it. And it's like, he just especially liked that. I'm just like... That's weird. That's a weird detail. Like, who's in the middle of a saint's going on? Like, hey, let's sing a song now. And, like, then they just that start is super singing. weird. Whatever, 70s. <laughs> right? <laughs> they yeah. just felt like a drunk ghost who loved to just fuck around. Yeah. Like, some, yeah, some drunk ghost stumbled into a seance. Like, mm-hmm. what's all this said? How are you, Philip? Yes. Yeah, I'm Philip. <laughs> too right, too right. I'm whoever you want me to be. <laughs> hey, you got some booze up in here. <laughs> oh, I'll be, yeah, I'll be whoever you want me to be. <laughs> Give me attention. Hey, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, the Philip would also, he made the lights dimmer. Mm-hmm. He moved things around the room. Um, 
whenever somebody would arrive late, the table would scooch towards them when they fucking came in. Like, he's just, like, so... He's like, oh, about time. Fuck, get here. Get to this table. <laughs> you need to participate. He was... Philip. Yeah, Philip just seemed like a pretty eager guy. So Philip didn't answer all the questions. Like, sometimes he'd be like... I think it was just kind of like... Oh, the you know, repetitive you know knocking, like where it was probably the repetitive knocking, or if like and he didn't knock at all, they asked, "Is this question too personal?" He might have knocked yes, right? That's how you could conceivably say that there were questions that were too personal. He didn't like to talk about his wife. I read too, mm-hmm. like he got like upset about that. Yeah, his uh, his frigid <laughs> bitchcraft. <laughs> wife dorothea which i there's a member of these member of this group is called dorothy and then Mm -hmm. his wife is called dorothea like what the fuck who decided dorothea's name is that pointed someone didn't (laughs) like dorothy oh my god like i i think his his wife was a bitch and her name was dorothy ah (laughs) (laughs) dorothy just like looked at her like conversation like um is that supposed to mean something? Uh, no, it's just a beautiful name. <laughs> For a beautiful but frigid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll accept your com- your compliment and also insult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so after a while, uh, one of the members of the group told Philip, like, hey, you could be replaced. And after that, Philip's activity trailed off. So, like, they never saw Philip. He never manifested as a physical mm-hmm. apparition. <sighs> not to their faces and not to, like, they had some cameras occasionally. Like, we did see that video of, um, like, the table going crazy. But, like, there was nothing, anything super physical. Other Philip-like experiments have been performed with similar results. They usually, they just make up a fucking fictional person Okay, so another similar experiment was uh, the Skippy experiment, which was conducted in the in Sydney, Australia. The six participants created the story of a young girl named Skippy Cartman, and they say that uh, Skippy communicated to them through similar knockings and also scratching sounds, which is, you know... Mm alarming but skippy's story is also alarming did you read about skippy so i read the um i read that there was the story of skippy but i didn't get the whole backstory of it okay well i'm just gonna read Mm, the story i don't like it i'm not a fan so they decided that their fictional ghost was going to be skippy cartman she was a 14 year old girl who had been murdered by an older man skippy and the word the words that are written down here from somebody else says skippy had been having an affair with her catholic school teacher brother Mm. monk which i think should be worded like skippy was being abused by her catholic school teacher you know like uh yeah 14 year olds can't have affairs that's no not a thing that can happen they cannot no anyway so that's part of her story so skippy became pregnant and she went to brother monk which again ridiculous name and uh, brother monk uh, was uh, terrified oh no you're pregnant so he strangled her to death and then buried her underneath the floorboards of a work shed on her parents property 
which feels very weird. Yeah. Yeah. How, like, she went to him, and then he murdered her, and then he brought her back like, home. Like, why would he take her all the way there? Yeah, unless That's they just... met near there? But, I don't okay, know. Okay, it's weird. It's a weird... I don't think the story is quite as good. Mm-mm. It's not... It's definitely... It feels bad, man. I feel uh, like they just tried to make it, like, very tragic to, they, to they, really ignite something. They, to- they totes went very tragic and uh, it, bleh, gross. I hate it. But yeah, mm-hmm. so Skippy's body wasn't discovered till a year later. Brother Monk had already moved away and her body had started to mummify so they didn't even know she was pregnant. Long story short, it's, it's tragic all around. This group they had results after five months of okay. meetings. So, like, they did it faster than the Philip. But, like, they, I think they learned from the Philip experiment because right. they, they met for, they met every week for five months and they had no results. And so they knew, like, we have to change something because what happened, the Philip experiment, they changed the ambiance and mm-hmm. they had success. These guys, they changed the ambiance faster, five months, then they had success. Right. Yeah, then they started hearing the tapping. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, the second time after they changed the ambiance, after 15 minutes, the table was moving on its own accord. It was spinning around, balanced on one leg, dragging participants behind it. So it got real no. active real quick after they just decided to switch things up. So, yes. <laughs> what a dramatic ghost. <laughs> yes. Well, she's like a 14-year-old girl. No, I know. Oh my god. They're totes dramatic. So this kind of makes me feel like super haunted places maybe are just getting more haunted every time you talk about them. Yeah. Because like this thing is like they were trying to prove like maybe ghosts are just from your minds and ghosts don't have exist. That, But that's not proven. <laughs> right. It's, it's just, still not proven. The only thing that is quote unquote proven is that you can elicit paranormal activity by just thinking hard enough about it like you can mm-hmm. create hauntings that doesn't negate that other hauntings don't exist but it might add to legitimate hauntings with your own mind stuff you might be bringing more right. haunted stuff into otherwise lightly haunted place giving you might be giving more energy to phenomenon to mm-hmm. exist and manifest some people it might reminds think me some people I'm might, sorry. some people might think that's dangerous but i think it's cool no, totally. Every day we tell a ghost story, we're making the world a more spooky place. Yeah, we are. Fuck yeah. Um, it kind of, so it reminds me of two different things. Okay. One, it makes me think of Elf with like Santa Claus mm-hmm. and how like, you know, because less people believe he oh. has less, his sleigh has less power. Yes. Just like with a ghost, the less people believe, the less mm. power the ghosts have, yes. which goes into the whole like when you have like a bad ghost in your house you shouldn't talk to it because that gives it more power Mm -hmm. um and then second it's like that movie coco where like (gasps) if you still have people who remember you yeah your soul your soul states alive you know and i'm just like i just can't you have to remember everyone (laughs) otherwise otherwise people fade away no 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 no. exactly i love it like that's what i think i truly think that's what's happening and i think too when ghosts lose people, start losing more people, maybe that they that knew them and can remember them. That's why they haunt other people mm-hmm. to keep themselves alive. Oh, that's or, a good theory. Quote unquote alive. I don't know. Yeah, like just some some lonely 
passerby ghost is just mm-hmm. wandering through like you are trying to elicit a ghost bitch i'm a ghost mm-hmm. <laughs> like hey like i just happen to die here <laughs> i will be your philip just pay attention to me just right? give me attention one yeah. other thing from this story of yes. the of those groups i thought was interesting you may be talking about it in a second but one of the future groups started made up a name a man named axel who was from the future and i thought that was really neat yes did you have more no no i think i'm done okay (laughs) well cool story boo so bad at reading right now i can't keep my brain straight you're totally good cool story boo thank you boo (laughs) um so since we um that one was pretty long and very detailed I have another story of something sort of similar. The article I'm about to tell you about was, or the experiment I'm about to tell you about, um, was done by some scientists in Switzerland. So the article that I got most of my information from was on The Telegraph by Sarah Napton. So I just want to do that because a lot of this is just kind of straight from her article. Okay. So there were these scientists in Switzerland, and they had a theory that seeing and feeling ghosts occur when the mind momentarily loses track of the body's location because of illness, exertion, or stress, which can occur when you experience extreme physical or emotional pain. So they had volunteers, and they what they were doing was they were mixing up mixed up the brain signals so what they would do is the person be would wear like a mask where they couldn't see anything and then they have it's this is i don't know how current it is i feel like it's earlier than the 70s but anyway or more recent than the last one but anyway so they have like a robot basically and so you're controlling this robot and the robot's behind you and so what you do is you go to touch your own back by Mm -hmm. using your finger like so you're pressing down on something and what happens in the beginning of the experiment is as you push down, the finger behind you pushes on your back. So you know it's you pushing on your own back, right? Yeah. So then what happens is they change it to where there's a delay from where the volunteer presses down to when the finger, like the robot finger actually touches the person. And this is when it starts, it's not only that they're feeling the, the finger on a delay, it's creating other sensations and feelings. Yeah. So they felt like they were being watched and touched by more than one ghostly presence. Mm-hmm. They started to experience a strong feeling of invisible people being close to them. The scientists with the experiment, they identified disturbances in three specific brain regions. The insular cortex, the parietal oh god i don't know if i'm saying that right frontal cortex and the temporal parietal cortex so if you're a science person and you know what those things do that's what it was affecting <laughs> <laughs> if you're like into brain stuff or whatever right like, like if you're really smart those parts of our brains oh my god we should do the the drunk science experiment the explanation thing oh my god we should that would be a lot of fun uh, I feel like that is ripe for that bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Of the 12 participants during the experiment, two had requested to stop the experiment because they (laughs) had been so disturbed. 
Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> freaky. Like you, oh, you press a button and the thing, it's going to be like you're pressing your own back. That's weird. Right. Okay. Yeah, that feels weird. That's going to feel mm-hmm. weird already. Then you press it and then something presses you. That feels mega weird. Because yep. what the fuck? You, who's to say like, it's like you press something and then like somebody's just like mimicking your press behind you. Like that's what it's going right? to feel like. That's what it's going to feel like. It's not like, it's not your actual press. It's some no, I know. creepy scientist behind you going mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's how you press that button so i'm gonna press your back like that like fuck off creep you oh i hate it it's it's super it weird it, yeah like of course it's gonna feel weird and people are gonna be like i don't want to be a part of this weird experiment it feels too weird mm-hmm. it's very unsettling of course you um, congratulations science you unsettled a bunch of people right <laughs> <laughs> Would this unsettling situation be unsettling? Science says yes. <laughs> so the uh, researchers of the experiment, they describe a case that proves their point uh-huh. of a mountaineer who experienced an FOP when he was descending from the Himalayan peak Nanga Parbat. I don't know if I'm saying that right. So he's he's doing this with his brother, and it's freezing, he's exhausted, and oxygen-starved. And the whole time he's descending down, from, like, the kind of the corner of his eye, he could see, like, a third climber descending down with them. But, dun-dun-dun, there was, there a was third... not a third person there. No. There's the third climber phenomenon is actually pretty well-documented. Is it? Yes, okay. no. Like, there's oftentimes when people get, when people are, especially, they're, so they're mountain climbing, they're in very dire situations. Mm-hmm. They, people will often feel like there's another person who is not them, and it's not their definite friend who's with them. Mm-hmm. There's another person there. Sometimes it's a, it's a second person because it's just, they're alone hiking for fucking some goddamn reason. Right. But usually it's like you're duo hiking. And you feel like there's a third person there. And they, they keep going. And so you keep going. And that third person phenomenon helps people get through it. At least, well, obviously the people who get through it, they survive and they get to talk right. about this. So it could happen to people who don't survive. But exactly. that's unknown. But so, yeah, like this is that's a that's a thing I've heard about. And I think it's fairly common when you are very when you're doing very poorly on right like when your body is <laughs> when, just when like things are going low very, when things are going very bad yeah <laughs> and you're out and about but there's there's there it some people describe it kind of like an angel some people just like a, a weird guardian that just suddenly is there and kind of takes charge some people think that some people report that it like it helps them physically like it does like it picks them up it scoots them on the right path mm-hmm. like it, it holds the line on things but there's no one there so it's it's weird it's a weird phenomenon but i've heard of it it is spooky well these guys and think I know, that I it's just ne- your brain i will never climb a mountain <laughs> i will not, definitely never climb a mountain that's not my jam no <laughs> like i don't want to do that i like looking at mountains mountains are so pretty but I don't know that I'd ever want to climb one. I don't want to die on a mountain. <laughs> no. And it's just like, they're so dangerous. That's not, that's not, that's not my jam. But other people's jams. Go for it. Yeah. Neat. Cool. So that's it. That's my story. It was really small and short, but 
I thought it was super interesting and yeah. on topic. Fuck yeah, it was. God. Poke. Poke, 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 poke. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I love it, though. Everything's I fun. I should text John and tell him to poke your back without no, telling you. No, don't do it. <laughs> I will see him. I could, there, you're a small cube in my corner of my screen, and I can see myself in a smaller small cube in the oh, corner of right. your Oh, that's right. So I'll see him coming. That's all I'll hear. I'll make him slither on the floor. Yeah, creep on the floor. (laughs) Out of you. And then I will jump out of my skin and through that window. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yay, science. Yay, Yay, ghosts. Yay, science. Yeah, so basically, if you want to make your own ghost, you want to make your own haunting, probably need a couple people. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily. You could try this I don't know. You could probably do it alone. Yeah, but like just... It's kind of like ghost sex. Remember that? Yeah, that's that's true. So yeah, just make it up. Make up who you want to be haunting you. Tell their story. Did did you think about it? What do they look like? What do they act like? What what happened from their life to how did they die? Give them a little story and just think about them a lot. And then after you've thought about them for a couple months and nothing's happened change how you think about them turn some lights off <laughs> yeah turn some lights off light a candle and put seduce in- them into your home <laughs> yeah and be like hey ghost i know i've been thinking about you real hard for the last couple months but <laughs> now i have this fresh new tablecloth don't you want to come saddle up next to me and give me a knock don't you want to knock on my table? Yeah, come knock on my table, boo. It is <laughs> nice hardwood. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And th- that's how you get haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, haunted by your own brain, according to some scientists. But right. whatever. Who cares? Who cares what the fuck is a ghost? If you happen to try to make your own ghost... Let us know how it goes. We'd love to hear about it. Please. If you want me to help you make your own ghost, please invite me. (laughs) Dude, invite me too. I'll come make a ghost with you. Yes, let's make ghosts together. It'd be fucking We should have an episode where we attempt to make a ghost. Yeah, we just make it up. We're just rolling a character creator. (laughs) (laughs) that's basically what it is like you're making it up a back, you're making up a backstory that's why i like oh it so God. much it's just because it's just it's like a straight up rpg it's all coming together mm-hmm. let's get some right, recommendations cool. out there in the world yeah my recommendation mm-hmm. is oh i have to look up what number it is but it's the ghost adventures episode where they investigate the joliet prison the old joliet prison was that in, a recent episode? Yeah, they just um, for the the serial killer ghosts, the the John Wayne Gacy one. So yeah, it's the it's prison like John Wayne Gacy the, was in. That's their whole special. I think this this Halloween month, mm-hmm. Halloween month, <laughs> October. <laughs> yeah, they're doing a bunch of serial killer ghosts and investigations. Yeah, so you should definitely check that out because Heck it's yeah. very interesting. And I was there when they were investigating it. That's right. And I got to meet Aaron, and it was really neat. That's so cool. There are two films that are loosely based on the Philip experiment. Ooh. Mm-hmm. There's the quiet ones, which I think it... Oh, fuck, I don't know. 2018 or something? Not 2018. 2000... Fuck, I can't, I can't remember. Whatever. The quiet ones... 
it, it's super loose. The one that's closer is called The Apparition, um, which was... These are so many numbers about what, how many dollars it didn't make. So The Apparition... So apparently it was really bad. Yeah, so apparently The Apparition was really bad, y'all. So maybe it's like a good uh, movie to watch and a drink. Yeah. <laughs> like play a drinking game too, like put a mustache on the screen and every time... Uh, one of the characters lines up with it just drink. yes i love that game mm-hmm. yeah because apparently it was not good this was the last movie that warner brothers released a horror wait the last horror movie that warner brothers released underneath their own name after that after this bombed they decided oh. to spin off all their horror movies under uh, new line cinema okay. so that's how bad that this movie did but this movie had a lot of big names in it okay sebastian stan who is um you know bucky barnes from yes. uh, marvel like he's a big guy alice cullen or, or ashley michelle green who played oh. alice cullen in twilight was one of the main characters uh, uh juliana gill from friday the 13th was in it but also Tom Felton, who played Draco Malfoy, was in this movie. Wait, did I? I think I may have seen this movie. What was it called? The Apparition. Maybe I've seen it, because I remember seeing a preview for Tom Felton being in a horror movie. I was like, oh, shit, I need to see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's about a bunch of college students who conduct the Charles Experiment, Mm. Uh, which they stare at a drawing of a deceased man hoping to summon his spirit and years later bad shit happens to them the everything i think years later one of them tries to revive the experiment and things go awry they invite a super demon or something something bad happens once they do the revival always and then does all of them and then all of them are fucked um, but yeah, so I <laughs> am going to watch this movie this probably this weekend. Okay, but it's uh, it's probably bad. Everyone says it's bad, <laughs> but how can it be bad? So many I, good people are in let's it. Let's be honest, all horror movies are bad. Okay, yeah. Mo- oh, most. There's yeah. some really good ones, but I mean that's why you. I don't know. I think that's why I like horror movies because they are almost always suck and. I I love that about them. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, here's a piece of a review. The trailer for The Apparition contained more story than the picture it was promoting. In fact, I think the trailer for The Apparition is actually more of a movie than The Apparition. Oh my god, that's hilarious. (laughs) Another person said, uh, it's so terrible, there might actually be more tension in the numbing first act of monotonous chores than there is in anything that follows. <laughs> Somebody else called it an ha- a hauntingly inept chiller. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, it's... Man. Like, I don't know how it could be so bad, but I am interested in seeing how bad this can possibly be. 
<laughs> Nothing could ever be as bad as Ghost Shark 2. That was terrible. Yeah, like, but that was like can't be bad. So maybe this is maybe this is bad because it's trying too hard. Maybe. And it's just not, you know. No, I take it back. Nothing was ever as bad as that fucking film we had to watch at that horror film festival of that stupid kid. Oh, the the boring man who killed himself? Yeah. Ugh. Boring man is boring and then kills himself. <laughs> the end. But horrifyingly. It's like, no, it's not. Like He he wanted to kill other people. Mm-hmm. That was the horror. Like, he he was super violent in his head. And we had to watch him violently attack people. But then he wasn't actually doing that. It was just in his Right. Head. And then he decided to kill himself. But it was super gratuitous and super... So long for what it was. It was just dragged out for no reason yes it could have been way shorter and then way more meaningful because exactly like that could have been a poignant story like oh somebody who struggles with these overwhelming thoughts and they just can't control them and they can't shut them out and they decide to take their own life rather than you know deal with them right that could be that could be a good story but it just felt it was poorly done yeah (laughs) it was bad it was poorly done and way too long so yeah that's ghost hover for you that's the end that's the end this is the end we hope you've enjoyed ghost hover and we'll be coming back with new ghost stories that again are about ghosts yeah they're new ghost (laughs) stories but you know similar yeah (laughs) yeah i love man i just love spooky bullshit i love ghosts ghosts are fucking cool guys it's yes. end of Ghosttober. Yes. We've had a marvelous time. Mm-hmm. You've had a marvelous time. Mm-hmm. If you have any of your own personal ghost stories, please email us at theghosthose at gmail.com. Be our friend. Be our friend. You can reach out to us through Twitter. We have Facebook groups and pages. We still have merch. Go to teespring.com slash theghosthose if you want to buy merch. I don't know. We haven't, no one's bought anything in a while, so. But you should do it if you like us and want to. Bye, Boos! It's probably FOP. Oh, the ghost oh, it's of a booze! Ghost. Halloween booze! Thank you! My favorite <laughs> ghost, give me ghost smooches! Mm. <laughs>